Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, because some people may be coming in, they don't know what's going on. <laughs> Good preparation for them. All right. So, uh, yeah. You want to start, Mike? Yeah. Everything's formally. Yeah. Is there any, uh, well, hello, everybody. It's nice to see everyone. Good to see you, Paul. Thanks, uh, John, Luna, and uh, Judith. Uh, does any, anybody here, is it their first time they've come to these talks? No? I don't see anybody waving. All right, well, then that's, uh, that's cool. Then John and uh, Judith take off. Continue. <laughs> Continue with the dialogue. Well, one of the things, let me just share what I was hearing. So just to throw it out there. Uh, the thing is, something's already in before you think you're going to let it in. <laughs> there's been a noticing of something in, and then you go, I think I'll let it in or I won't let it in. But it's already up, yeah. <laughs> it's all this assumed volition when we don't have much, yeah. Uh, I'm going to let myself feel the way I'm already feeling. All right. <laughs> when uh, this is just like pulling out the plug and then things go on but they don't have the juice they used to have yeah so there's like a pantomime but even the actor isn't in into it yeah it's just you get so uh, and it's always the plug is that idea of you. It doesn't matter what's going on or not going on. It's all rotating around an idea of us, yeah? And the idea of that idea of us is giving the meaning to what's rotating. Now, we believe what's rotating is giving the meaning to us, but in fact, it's the other way, yeah? So there's something's rotating around this, this idea, and when the idea weakens, the rotations weaken, yeah? They sort of meander off, they just die out, then like this. What's keeping this momentum of the rotation is the gravity of Paul, yeah? The meaning of Paul. In other words, next week doesn't mean anything, but it can mean a whole lot to Paul, you see? So Paul is the center of this system called self-centeredness, the idea of Paul. And the idea is if we could just pull that out, yeah, or just weaken the meaning, we can't, but when, if we see something and it weakens that center, then all of the configuration is based on that center, yeah? So then the configurations loosen and they move away in this space. And then you realize something. You see your role in things, yeah? You see that you are reality lending reality to things that's what happens yeah 
If you are what you're looking for, then you are what you're looking for. That's the assumption of non-duality in a way. That's why it goes to negation. If you weren't that you were looking for, then we would have meanings of affirming how great it will be to get that, how great it is to experience that, how great it is to maybe get a moment of stabilization in that, yeah? And then for it would be attraction, yeah? Attraction and promotion of that, where that's not the fact with this, that we are what we're looking for. So there, it's a negation, yeah, of, of assumed facts, so that a fact that is a fact will become a fact in this experience, yeah? That's all, and it's, in other words, you're not building a fact. You don't have to produce anything. You don't have to really arrive anywhere. You don't have to get anything, yeah? You just see that what you are, what you thought you were as an organic, long-lasting, independent, separate entity is something that's mentally implied, yeah? So you're not beholden to all of its laws and rules and opinions. It's not like you get out of your opinions and you dissect them. You lose interest in them because you lose interest in the one who has the opinions, yes? Then you can have opinions, but the opinions don't have a you, yeah? Because there's not a claiming of them, yeah? You see the claiming, but the claiming doesn't occur, yeah? It occurs to the mental state, but you're out of it because you were never in it. You can see it because you're not it, yeah? And there's a fundamental way messages are offered that actually, I feel, compound the, assu the assumption, yeah? We try to convince what we're not about being what it is. It doesn't go anywhere, yeah? It goes places, but the, that bondage of the act of being identified as that continues. It gets reinforced, truly. Yeah? It gets reinforced when what you're not tries to entertain that it what it is, it's more about what you're not. Yeah? That's what they discovered. That's why this message showed up. Because it became necessary to have certain things pointed out because they weren't obvious. Yeah? People were caught up in this loop or in this bondage. And they didn't see, they thought they understood this idea of self or ego, but they didn't realize they were identified as just that which they were objectifying. Well, who would have thunk? Yeah? So the dilemma is self can't get out of self. Now, something that's not in self can be out of self, but self, which is of self, can't get out of self. Yeah? That's, that's, that you, you would think there wouldn't need to be a signpost with that on, but it was discovered there needs to be a signpost. Yeah, there needs to be messages about what you're not. It didn't work just having messages about what you are being heard by what you're not. It hasn't worked for many of us. Yeah, so now there needs to be new signposts put up. You're not that. Yeah. 
Not like you're getting close to arriving at what you are. No. There's no getting close to arriving at what you are. You are that. Yeah? So we have to have sort of signposts that negate the assumptions when we read the other signposts from what we're not. Yeah? When we read about what we are as what we're not, it reinforces what we're not. It doesn't convince us because being what we are doesn't need to be convinced. We are it. What we need to be convinced about is what we're not. Yeah? So we new signposts had to go up. So as you're going, okay, you can do and have yourself into, into this state of being, then there had to be a, a signpost negating that. That's not true. Yeah? Why? And then all the whys would be because you're it. Yeah? And then the next signpost gets negated. Why? You're it. Yeah? Next post gets negated. Why? You're it. Yeah? You are what you're looking for. That's why looking for it doesn't work. Yeah? You can't get around it because you are it. Yeah? And so the head has us believing we were something, we are going to be something, and therefore we are something. But holding its fucking breath can only last for 80 years. You're going to pass away and this will be like it never happened. Yeah? <laughs> because it didn't. This is dreaming. So here you can sort of, you can just give out a breath and take in some a fact. Yeah? Just, just recognize why you haven't arrived isn't because you're a bad seeker or a bad medit meditator, or you're too much of the world, or all of these things that the mental state comes up with to reinforce and hide itself, is because you are what you're looking for. That's why. That's why it hasn't worked. Yeah. I don't care what grade you got from what teacher, why it hasn't worked is you are what you're looking for. So obviously what needs to be questioned is the looking for it, yes? And what would stir a looking for what you already are? Not what you are in a sense. It has to be what you are believing what it's not, really. That's the only thing that would stir or whip that up, yeah? It's like, that's like the, uh, that necklace story. It's like that. The assumption is we've lost something that we couldn't lose. Yeah. And because there's dreaming in the dreaming of losing something that we felt was so valuable, our experience interpreted that way is you're bummed out. So now you want to find that which you lost. But in fact, you've never lost it. So how did you have the experience of being bummed out by losing it if you never could lose it? That must be dreaming, yes? That must be a state of dreaming that you've lost what cannot be lost. Or why would you have months and months of an experience of being bummed out based on losing something that you never lost? you must believe somehow that you've lost it, yeah? 
So how could we believe we've lost what we are? There must be a huge faith in what we're not. So let's question that. Let's question, let's describe what we're not and how it invigorates itself, how it reinforces itself, how it takes the place of us to the point where it's using what we are to look for what we are under this story of being what we're not. And maybe if you come to these talks and that that rug that you think is a 30-foot cement foundation, if when that rug gets pulled out over and over again, you realize something. Jesus, there's been, I haven't been, but there's been a great reliance on something that's not reliable. There you go. Yeah? Why is that? Because the relying on something that's unreliable reinforced the story of Paul. That's why. There was a hidden agenda going on that on the surface we're not in on, yeah? And we're wondering why, why does this keep happening, blah, 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 because another agenda is being fulfilled. What you think is a bummer to the system, it isn't. The system is reinvigorating itself, yeah? You've just talked to 12 people how real being screwed is, yeah? The, re the system wants that. It wants the reality reinforced all day because it can't stand on its own legs because it's not true, yeah? It can seem to be true. It feels like it's true, but it's not true. That's the beauty of the message. The message is not trying to work on the false foundation and rehabilitate it and make it better and train it to reach for the stars. We're just calling it a false foundation. Yeah? Why would you want to waste time if someone has pointed out to you your foundation is built on sand, as Jesus Christ supposedly said, hey, I would call, I would call off the construction site. Yeah? No. Why do I want to build a foundation a whole life based on sand? Well, it's better than nothing. No, it isn't. Nothing is the greatest foundation. It's difficult, seemingly, to be a person. Where is gonna where is the ease and comfort for that person? Is is where is it gonna come from? Not from the person. Hopefully a little bit of that will come from what we are and lighten the load of what we're not. Because what we're not isn't doing it, obviously. <laughs> what we're not is the ingredient of extra heaviness to freaking everything. And if you don't believe it, Look at the word awakening and look at who heard the word awakening and look at what that did that heard the word awakening with the word of awakening. Has it brought an ease and comfort to people? Or no, do they feel like they've lost in a competition? They should have been awake way before this other person was awake. Yes? 
And the same thing with enlightenment. Do you need to study 800 pages? Look at one example. What has your head done with the word enlightenment? Has it brought sensation of all suffering? No. You don't need big revelations. It's the little revelations that tell you everything. Yes? I go to many, many meetings, I used to, and I'll tell you, most of the people at those meetings would have been better off if they had never heard the word awakening. They would have been better off if they hadn't heard the word awakening. And definitely hadn't heard the word enlightenment, because that is a, a bar too high for their little action figure to ever meet the standards that their mental state says it has to have. It just, it's way beyond our pay scale. Yeah. So what does it do? It becomes a bludgeoning event. It doesn't lighten. It doesn't allow you to travel lighter. It's probably one of the heaviest concepts you're ever going to carry around all day is enlightenment. And why aren't you? And why didn't you meditate longer? Or why didn't you kiss that foot longer? Or why didn't you give more service to the suffering? And all as, as, so, as if you could produce something. Yeah? Because that's the only way the mental state sees things. It sees, have I earned it? Yeah? Can I acquire it? Can I get it? Do I deserve it? Yes? It's all transactional. And you know what? Relying on you, it fails. Because you're never going to be enough. It's slavery, slavery, slavery with robes, slavery with, you know, jumpsuits, slavery, slavery, slavery. Yeah, something's playing God in our lives, and it ain't God. And it's in its own promised land already. Promised land, rationale, excuses, blame vindictiveness, sentences, no probation, no parole. You're convicted, now you're living it out, yeah? There is no self, There's, there never was a self, there's never going to be a self, but there's a whole lot of selfing going on. And if there's faith in the selfing or, habit, or, or like a habitual belief in the selfing or a lazy insubordination to the selfing, then there's going to be a feeling or a sense after everything that ever happens that it's you. There's a you there that's still not enough, is still inadequate, and is never gonna, never gonna, never going to ever to reach these high levels. Yeah. So I'd rather be oblivious to what's going on than to be awake to what's going on. It's weird, it's more that story, that song comfortably numb in a certain way. Yeah. Why would we watch Die Hard 8? Die Hard 1 to 7 sucked. 
And then we turn on Die Hard 8, not because we're bored. We feel oppressed by a demand of time for us to be having a good time or a better time than other people I saw on Facebook. It's just a giant competition and you're going to lose. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you get a you go to a meeting and all the hamsters talk about how great it would be out of the hamster wheel. That's the hamster wheel. There is no escape. There's none. You're not getting out of here as this. You're not. You're not going to transcend it and be a transcendent Debbie. You're not. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You lose interest. The greatest liberation here is the, is the loss of interest and the need to be liberated. That's the greatest liberation. Yeah. Then, you're, then your interest and attention is freed from that occupation of liberated, not liberated, and it enriches your day now. Yes? This, the crop this message sows, you get the benefit of now. It's not a future transcendence. You, you are relieved now. Yeah. That's what we've been looking for. But we've been looking for it through a little by glasses of, you know, time. So we can only see that, oh, yeah, this sucks, but it's, I'm working towards it getting better. No. No, no, no. You know, my own experience. I was trying to get out of here since I've been six years old. Yeah, I gave that up years ago when I realized I can't get out of an imaginary place as an imaginary thing. And you know what met me when I gave up? Acceptance. That's what flooded the atmosphere, that atmosphere I wanted so much to rock it out of. Yeah. I was, I was greeted with by acceptance, yeah. And the Urban Renewal Project was canceled. And now that faith that was going into a future okayness is the okayness I have now, yeah. Not built on any, <laughs> any resume. It's just the fact... Uh, <laughs> Well, I'm happy to be here. I hope uh, yeah. that's all I, I want to say that really rocked, no pun intended, uh, the reuse of the, of the use of a house built on sand, right? Yes. So the normal way of thinking would be, oh, you need to have a nice heavy rock. <laughs> That's kind of the implication. <laughs> you know, just go backwards to, to nothing. <laughs> I really like that. Because <sighs> all the pointers and stories end up, you know, getting you get accustomed to them and they only mean the more literal, they can only be taken as the more literal, literal way of seeing them by a lot of yeah. people. Right? So you got to keep, you got to keep shaking that, 
shaking it up. Anybody want to raise their hand? Jim. Hello. Jim. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for another session. Uh, I hope the audio is good this time. I'm using my phone. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in the um, Eastern tradition, like in India, you know, some of the masters, they, they are reluctant to take devotees or disciples um, because they don't have like an ardent desire. Uh, they want the disciples to have like a fire in them, uh, a strong desire for, you know, for understanding or awakening. Or... So can you comment on why they, they, you know, avoid like normal people, but they want someone with like deep interest? You'd have to ask them. <laughs> They must have seen something in people or a lack of something that uh, so that the person would make things heavier if it went in that direction instead of lighter. So, yeah. Who knows? The way I'm looking at it, I don't care about the desire or not. I just want to see, is there anyone who has the desire? If there isn't, then the desire doesn't have as much meaning as it does when there's someone who has the desire. I'm keen on that. So Sometimes people with a desire, uh, that desire uh, gets barnacles on it, like a hull of a ship. I would call them concepts. And now that desire has attracted a lot of concepts and that person's heavier than someone who's not interested in this topic at all, tell you the truth. Yeah. So, yeah. Obviously, uh, it would be tough to have devotees in Zoom. <laughs> you'd have to have, <laughs> you'd have, to have a, <laughs> a procedure. So, so basically, uh, yeah, this is the West, you know, I don't know what it would be like if we lived in India or somewhere, but this is the West and, uh, uh, yeah. So no, I don't know why they would, you know, want someone. Yeah. I mean, if someone walked into this meeting and they were looking for uh, non-dualitymatch.com, then we'd say, yeah, uh, this is probably not for you. So go to another Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> like match.com. So just, uh, you'd be, you'll probably be more successful than staying here. So, yeah. I feel a lot of people in the West here, and there's not everyone in the West here. We have people from India and stuff. But I feel uh, there's just so much information now out that uh, 
and so much application of information, no information really sinks in. It's just surface. So I know Zen, I know non-duality, I know a little Kabbalah, I know a little Tantric, da, da, da. I read half of a chapter of one book, I know that topic. And, and uh, <laughs> I just see the value of recognizing uh, the shadow that you think is following you is what you're identified as, so to speak. Yeah. So maybe if uh, if you if you can question the identification, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't be so interested in the shadow, so to speak. But I, but no, I don't know. I don't know what they were. You know, I mean, if I was I. If I would go to Tai Chi and let's say uh, the person would know that the person didn't have a strong desire after a few weeks when they quit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. All right. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. And Leanna's next and she asked how to raise her hand and I th think you just go to the top right of your square and the three dots should give you a raise hand feature. But go ahead. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Can... Hello? You're a little broken. Yeah, it's a little bit broken here at my end. It's the quality is too bad. Then I will just um, lock in again if you don't hear me well now. I'm not hearing it that well, Mike. Yeah, me neither. But then just, uh, just pick another one for the moment. I have to uh, reload it, I, I think. Okay? Okay. Okay, okay. yeah. We didn't get... Uh, Thank you. Okay. Now, you wouldn't want to be speaking like that when you went up to the window to, you know, order some food. You don't know what you'd get back. It's sort of strange. I want a, I want a latte. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird effect in Zoom. Last week we had the uh, the Aquaman effect. It was like bubbles coming up to the surface. I think that was Jim last week. Yeah, right. It was uh, and Keith has Keith of Boise has his hand up. Uh, Keith, yeah. Hey, guy. Hey, Paul. I hesitate to say anything after your talk today. It was so sharp and so right on. But I do want to tell everybody that I'm uh, in the in the service of this work. I am today announcing uh, a new subgroup of this group called Operation Call Off the Mission. <laughs> and the first operation of Operation Call Off the Mission will be to call off the mission of calling off the mission. So if you want to join, you must decline to join. And then you will be a member of Operation Call Off the Mission, having called off the mission. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was a revolving door of slaps. <laughs> that is all. That is all. This is turning into an interesting meeting. Yes. All right. Thank you, Keith. Yeah. 
Call it he's already got a member. Tarek says by chat he declines to join. <laughs> there you go. It's it's gonna it's gonna grow big. It's gonna go viral. Yeah. But I'll tell you where the location is, and I don't intend to see any. Don't expect to see anybody there. All right. Thank you. Yes. Very musical. Thank you. <laughs> no other hands are up right now. But Jack G says he wishes to join. <laughs> I don't know what that means if he wants to ask a question. Or... <laughs> I nominate Jack G to join. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I uh, think Christian... he should be appointed the head of the, the mission. Uh, Christian has his hand up. Hi, Christian. Hi, Ed. <coughs> uh, yeah, I just wanted to follow up from uh, what uh, Jim said. Um, I think. Uh, I was reading something about, uh, it's called Mamakshatva, which is like a, a healthy, well, a, a burning desire for liberation. And uh, I remember Ramana Maharshi, um, he said that there were three types of seekers. And he used the, uh, he used, uh, the example of uh, combustion. And basically, the first seeker is basically someone who, um, wait, sorry, two seconds. The other two seekers have gone. The first one. That was that was very efficient. Yeah. Did he, did he drop out? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> Let me share one thing. A lot of times, a great desire to know how it serves you when it fails you. Yeah. So that is important for many of us. Many of us have a keen interest in the topic of transcendence or transformation. And because of that, we put ourselves into that situation and did our best. And then we realize the fundamental flaws, FLAW, of the whole thing, that a cursory or a nonchalant observer wouldn't be wouldn't have arrived at that being convinced because they never went that far in that desire. So that desire to me serves you by failing you. Yeah. Yes. You realize the desire, the one who has a desire is the impediment. Yeah. Now, it, the easier, softer way is to hear that, but most of us like it the hard way. So do what you're going to do and uh, <laughs> see where it, where it takes you. Yeah. I don't think it's going to ever be fulfilled, that desire. So its success isn't on that level. Yeah. The success is that it fails you. And maybe you see that what you desired is what you are that actually what you are is what you're desiring as what you're not, yeah? That would clear up a lot of stuff. But you're not, if you desire unity and completion and complete annihilation, you're never going to have that desire or you're never going to be there when it's met. So then how, what is the success of the desire? 
It's the failure. That's the success of it. Yeah. Do have another hand by chat. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So go ahead, Ram. Hi, Ram. Hey, Paul. Ram. Hey. Um, I just, I, you know, I want to talk with you about something that happened after the last time we talked last week, and um, kind of blew my mind, and I haven't been the same since. Um, and you know, the, 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 it was powerful. The next morning, I got up and sat and. I really looked where in all of experience is something called a self. Like I really just sat and looked like really let me look in the feeling of self and whatever. And it really was like, okay, this is not to be found anywhere in all of experience in all of existence. And the question was, okay, then who or what sees the appearance or disappearance of a self or who is what is seeing that? And what we are. Well, it went to a place, this something of such love and beauty came and, and took away the sense that there had ever been anything other than that. Um, and the feeling that there's some sort of karma perpetuating the whole thing was just seen as not true or not, it didn't, it suddenly that was not, I don't know how to put this shit into words, Paul, but the, um, as I'm listening to the meeting today, this is happening again, this, this, um, uh, the ridiculousness of every attempt made to seek it is itself an avoidance of what is inevitably the only truth. So it's, it's ridiculous. Um, and I, I don't think I can put it into words any more than that, but I had to, um, I, I just wanted to, to say that, I, you know, the, the, So what happens a lot of times when there's a realizations of ridiculous, there's a lot of laughing. <laughs> oh, I was laughing all week. <laughs> because yeah. knowing it's ridiculous doesn't stop it from going on. Nothing, it just goes on, on its own accord. Yeah. <laughs> so... Like Ramana said, in a, supposedly said, it was one of the forwards of the book uh, that's collected talks, which was the greatest mystery is reality wanting to attain reality. So we are reality, yeah? And then in this event, seemingly, which means it's appearing to reality, that it's taken an identification as something else. Yeah. And so now as that's something else, reality wants to attain reality. Yeah. So if that's the case, that it's reality, let's say in disguise, and when the disguise is sufficiently taken to be true, it sets off on a course to attain reality as reality. What is there to do? Only to speak about the activity that causes seemingly reality to want to attain reality. Yeah, not to further that, but to to describe to reality, not to uh, the dreamt, let's say it to Paul, but to reality, 
the ridiculousness of wanting to attain reality. Yeah. So. But the whole thing is imagination. Well, it's dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Yeah. There's a lot of coolness in this place. I mean, I love, uh, I've been living in the same place for a few years. And so every year the perennials grow. They do their, their budding and then the flowers blast off and the, the whole, and we have this giant wall of jasmine now that I just stand next to and just get a jasmine bomb for a few seconds. Mm. And it's uh, through the memory and of time, I w watched it go through five rotations, so to speak. And the whole place is coming alive. And some of the stuff has never budded before, and now it is. And others had budded before, and they haven't the last few years, these certain cactus. So in that, in the, in the dreaming, the dreaming is like, takes a possibility and stretches it out and makes it quite beautiful, like a long note, yeah? There, couldn't, there could never be a long note without time. So there's beauty, a lot of beauty, and a lot of wonder and stuff that no matter what's going on in your life, you still have the ability to notice, yeah? I mean, and uh, you know, the driver needs to look ahead. He can't be looking at all the scenery and shit, but you're not the driver. <laughs> It's the beautiful message. Yeah. You're so not beautiful. a driver, yeah. so yeah. you can smell the coffee. You can. It's permissible. It's, it's, you don't need to have to work like a dog all week to smell the coffee on Saturday. You can smell the coffee when there's coffee to be smelled. Yeah. I mean, this is sort of, uh, uh, you know, this to me is traveling lighter, which is... Uh, you know, my life has led, I'm an old dude now, to lead to where I don't have to do much, like out there. And if I do, I try to avoid it anyway. So basically, uh, it's perf perfectly built for me to pay attention to stuff. And, uh, and therefore, there is a paying of attention. And you couldn't, you know... If you had like a little calculator and try to calculate the value of the beauty or the moments, you'd be it'd be insane. Yeah, you just um, you know. Pa Papaji used to say, "How will you measure the depth of the fathomless?" Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. for me, the I just take it on faith. <laughs> I don't try to measure the depth anymore. Yeah. I just swim around. Yeah. And I'll tell you, this is a this is a difference because my life had like a stampede of horses. I was moved in time so much I didn't know how much movement was being uh orchestrated until it stopped and I had some free samples and I could feel like Time is like a dry current or like someone's hand on the back and just constantly moving to the next big thing or the next small thing. Sort of like when you're at the airport and they have those moving sidewalks. Some airports have these, uh, they have like uh, shows 
and you can't stop. You go, oh, there's a vintage uh, radio, oh, and you just the sidewalk keeps you going because your your purpose is to get to a gate to take off. Yeah. Well, uh, I think our you know whatever. I just it, you know shit by their absence. Yeah. So you know if you entertain this this message, this these ideas. It's going to verify, the message verifies itself by relief. You get relief from things you didn't even know were going on. Yeah? And then you, then you get a, an awareness of what was going on. Yeah? And now a lot of shit goes on without knowing it. Now you know, and suddenly the shit takes different forms. Yeah? just because you're awake to being awake. Yeah. Yeah. And then a, just a way of looking uh, that was just always focused on getting or, you know what I mean? Acquiring when that commerce of looking is, is re, you're retired from you're readily available. Yeah. It's beautiful in a lot of ways. Yes. And uh, you know, Life could not have put me in a better position to sit with this because I was going to travel around Spain. I got sick. I had to stay put. My friends left for a month and left me their house. I'm alone. You know, I can go and see people if I want, but I, you know, talk about beautiful flowers, Algarve in the springtime. It's just been like um, fucking mind blowing, you know, like yeah. really the, um, the perfect, I, I don't like the, the perfection is, is almost too much of a, a label, but just how this just happened. I was put in this circumstance, listened to you a couple of times, something just went pop. And it's like, ah, I don't have to do anything. I cook food, I eat it and I shit. That's about it. Great. Yeah. It's so freeing. Well, and there's not a lot of interest. I noticed with some of the relationships, like I talked to friends or to like my mother or something, you know, and this whole thing of relating to me like I have to be a somebody. I'm like, do we ever have to do this? Like, it's just not that interesting. Can't we just... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so, so there's, there's shifts happening. There's also the body is releasing a lot of sense of, um, of burden that was embedded in the way I was holding the body somehow with, the, with you know, the, the, the bullshit self was contorting the, the body. And it's like, yeah. as that gets free, the body just, it's a lot of expansion, a lot of um, weird, you know, weird stuff going on. It's a little bit psychedelic. Cool, great. So, I mean, I just want to acknowledge- Keep reporting, that, you know, back. Huh? Keep reporting back, we can live vicariously through you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you all are anyway, you're my projection, right? <laughs> yeah, well, let's not get that deep, please. When I go to sleep, you cease to exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. And here we are at a Zoom. Somehow. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thanks, my friend. Thank you a lot for, uh, you know, taking the time to share with us. It's great. Well, yeah. and I just want to thank you also. I mean, the, I, I've heard these things so many times, but there's something about the way it was delivered through this guy from New York who lives in California who looks kind of like Iggy Pop. I mean, I never would have imagined, but it just, it hit home in a way that never did before. I want to, cor I want to correct one thing there. 
Iggy Pop looks like me. I don't look like Iggy Pop. And corrected. I'll tell it. I don't know if that's a compliment or not. I don't think it is. Iggy Pop's looking a little bad lately. But hey, what can I do? Sam Elliott. A Sam Elliott. Yeah, that's an upgrade. At least I had a small role in the Big Lebowski. I like that. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for sharing the relief, bro. Uh, Eric, Toronto. Eric. Eric. Hey, Paul. How are you? Good. You? <clears throat> I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I'm I'm like Ram. Sometimes it's hard for me to um, articulate certain things, but mm, it's all good. Um, I think uh, the more I keep coming to these meetings, and the more I, I keep tuning into your passion about this uh i'm more aware i'm more aware of the self for sure and the selfing but i'm finding that the parasite can be so you know overtaking like it overtakes me sometimes that the behavior will happen or the experience will happen when only after now which i'm i'm seeing after the fact like you said the, the failure of of what what's happened is the awareness of really what's going on there, you know, and how, how it really takes a hold of me and wants to, you know, fuck, fuck me pretty much. Um, but I think there's, uh, there's definitely some progress there for sure, because I'm becoming more aware of it, even sitting down with, either with the guilt or the shame afterwards of the behavior or you, the, you know, um, me thinking I'm, um, uh, I'm, I'm a something or the selfing just, just, you know, portrays itself as this big thing all the time. Uh, I'm being more aware of that, you know? Um, so, yeah. And listen, Eric, when stuff, it's, if, you know, it's like we say, the head, this dreaming is on levels, yes? Yeah? There are levels in a mm -hmm. way. So the Course in Miracles, we used to call talk about this idea of level confusion. So let's say on one level, nothing's happened. Yes? Nothing's happened. Nothing could have happened. Nothing will happen. What is, 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 is. Yes? Mm -hmm. So there, the answer there would be no answer. You would just, yes, be chilled. There would be no, you know, fire extinguishers, a skillful means, it would just be whatever. But then the head finds itself in a burning house. Yeah. Uh, and so the head goes to the wrong level for a solution. It starts trying to say there is no house and it, my arm isn't getting hot and shit like that, where it would be better if it would just find out where the nearest pail of water is. Yeah. So remember, whatever is manifesting isn't you. Yeah. So take have the right solution. So if you're really fucked up, don't read an Advaita book or, an, or just help someone else. Yeah. Just you know what I mean? So then you learn like uh, what to do when you need to do it. It doesn't make you anything. It's just it's just uh expediency like discernment 
wisdom. So let's say the person is in a lot of fires. So then you give them a pail of water. And then when the fire is out, you go, hey, Bill, it seems like you're at a lot of fires. Maybe you have something to do with the fires. You know what I mean? So there's you bring in a little more uh, information that maybe will lead them to a recognition of the top solution. Yeah. Wait a minute. If I'm not Bill, therefore I may not be a fire starter. And then you'll see in your life, you may not start as many fires anymore. Yeah. So now that level has helped. Yeah. 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 Just, uh, but a lot of people get confused and they're really feeling shitty, but they keep saying, well, there isn't any me to feel shitty. No, just fucking do something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, the, I like, I like, I like the line that you said. So we're like, we're, we're in this world, but we're not of it. Well, that's like Jesus Christ, supposedly. I didn't say anything of that. Yeah. That's an incredible statement. But that's <laughs> like a pure negation, you see? Mm-hmm. Because he, first he says, he says, you're in the assumed fact, but you're not of the assumed fact. So you're in the world, seemingly. This is the dreaming, yes? He's not negating that. But he says... Yeah, you're in this world. This shit's happening. Sometimes you're in a fire, sometimes da-da-da. But you're not of this world, yeah? That's such a beautiful way of, of pointing, yeah? So everyone can uh, identify with what it's like to be in the world, and then he gives you the wacko, but you're not of the world, yeah? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So your out isn't from the in, It's from the of, yeah? Mm -hmm. So, because all the in that you can experience, you're not of, you see? That's the beauty of the message. Because we believe we're in the in as an in. Yeah? Self can't get out of self, you see? We've got to, we don't have to, but instead of all describing all the, the, dynamics of in question who the hell is in yeah if it isn't you all that knowledge won't be so necessary because you're not of the place that you think you are of yeah this is fundamental just like in recovery there's a fundamental shift in your attitude and outlook and in your free you know you have a new freedom and a new happiness new attitude new outlook that's that's uh getting close to the source code of the action figure, yeah? In this way, we're, we're describing all of what it's like to be in Paul, in the world, in this, with the, with the subtle, beautiful, beautiful solution, and you're not of, yes? Hallelujah. Because what's really making it seem as real as real can be is that we believe we're in and we're of the in, yeah? We believe we're this thing. We believe we're the doer, the feeler. We believe we can be perceived, yeah? And this is, and we're not of that. We are not of what can be perceived. We are the perceiving, yeah? It's unbelievable. It's such a beautiful statement. I'm grateful for your If you try to say we're of and then describe how all of the ofness, it would just run, it would just shipwreck on the rocks of the inness, yeah? 
because your experience is in is of the in. So to hear descriptions of the of, it's just compared with the in. It doesn't work. Yeah, they're two distinctly different. There's in, and then there's of. Yeah. Yeah. So what you believe you can be in, you can be out of. But what you believe you're of is not true. Yeah. You are not of a thing. You are not of a mental fucking image. You're not of these things. Yeah. These are dreamlike appearances. You are of reality. Yeah. And the act of being identified as the dreamt, you're attempting in some way or another to get, attain reality, all the while being reality. That's the fundamental statement that we are pulling the rug from of non-duality. Non-duality is the conundrum is just that. We're looking for what's looking, yeah? So yeah, you're lying you're lying the false evidence appearing real all the time. Those stories because it's about. appearing real to false evidence. This is mm-hmm. false evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when false evidence runs by false evidence, it has no fucking discernment. It takes mm-hmm. false evidence to be true. Because mm-hmm. it's taking this to be true. So we're questioning the fundamental center of the system, which is self, self-centeredness. All right. The centeredness is just a vague location, yeah? But now it's centered on self, so we're going to look at self. And are we that? Because if you're not that, the whole system structure changes, yeah? Because you've you've questioned the fundamental point of the whole system. It's rotating around this idea of self. Yeah. Now you're suffering the slings and arrows of the system. Yeah. It's sort of like you're getting driven crazy by the moth. So you keep trying to shoo them away, but they keep coming back because they're attracted to the light that you're of. Yeah. So in this example, all you need to do is if you took the light bulb out, yeah, the moths would disperse. Yeah. They're attracted to something. So where the gravitational pull that's keeping everything going the way it seems to be going, we're questioning that. And then you'll find out that it was true because things will start going in different directions. Once, once your gravitational pull is weakened by seeing you're not that, then things go about going their way, not your way. Yeah. And now you start seeing life is happening instead of having an interpretation that life is happening to me. You, it's complete, incredibly different. The life is happening to me narration will continue, but it will be like a small piece of a big Zoom square, yeah, instead of the whole Zoom square. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're in that. Just watch what happens, man. Mm-hmm. you're on to something and that something is 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 everything and nothing it can have a profound influence here because it's not determined by the in it's it's its essence is the of yeah yeah 
I love how passionate you are. It's incredible. Well, it's I'm stoked, man, because uh, one one little one flick of an eyelid thinking it's you, you miss the whole point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever. Thanks, Eric. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Polly. Thanks, Eric. Tanya is up. Tanya. Can you hear me? Wow. I like that. I like that. Uh, the entry move music. <laughs> that was good timing, yes. Hot pun started. Hot pun just started. <laughs> I was wondering where they Get came from. Get on your horses. <laughs> My ringtone. Release the dog. <laughs> Release the dog. <laughs> <laughs> this has been, this has been awesome today. And um, I guess, you know, I've been coming for a while and, and um, I just, I love, I love coming here and I love listening to everybody. And um, I just want to kind of talk about what's been uh, going on with me just from coming to these talks. Um, um, I'm a, I'm a rehab counselor and, um, I've, I've noticed that like, um, just like really putting it, um, taking a lot of your advice, Paul, and like, you're right. There's an automatic, like slowing of the mind or not even thinking of the mind when you're, when you're helping people. And I'm, there's this, there's this feeling, I, I can't ever really describe this, this stuff that's happening, but um, let me see if I can put it into words. Um, there's this feeling that I get that I'm having more and more that when I'm with somebody that that's all that exists, right? And that when I when I'm and there's also this feeling that everything is I have no control over what's happening, so don't even worry about what the body is doing. Like, um, I don't have any control over it. And there's like a, like a feeling like everything's okay. And then I'm talking to somebody and then I have my, they have my full attention. I always, and I feel like there's this stillness, right? And then and if I'm, I'm not in the mind, I can hear the mind chattering away, right? And then I move on to the next, whatever happens. And then, and then when I move on to that next moment, like everything I need is there. I don't even have to ask for it. And then it's like, it's like, it's like the Course in Miracles says is that miracles are, there's something it says about miracles, that miracles are, are always happening or something like that. And if like you don't live in the, like I'm seeing that like not living in the mind that everything, you can call it manifestation, right? But I can see how they could say it's manifestation. Like you think about it and then it's there. But when you're not like thinking and you're not in the thinking mind, it's like things are just appearing without you even having to ask like, wow, I got shoes or like, oh, my kids are coming in. Like, wow, I got this love. (laughs) It sounds absurd when I'm saying it like this but (laughs) (laughs) but then I'm like oh I gotta go to the bathroom and then it's like there's a toilet there and then I'm but but when you're in the mind it's just oh yeah it's there yeah it's there always there 
But then you realize that the mind makes everything so boring and like, yeah, and predictable. But, and, but when you start letting go of that chatter, you just see that, oh shit, it's a possibility here. But I'm in freaking like heaven here, like whatever we call heaven, like now, like, I don't know, even, but there's also this sense that I'm not doing this, right? And it's not always like I'm in and out, like I go into the mind and then it, uh, and, but then I can recognize what I'm doing. And, but there's a, there's something that's going on that I'm not quite sure how it's happening. I just know that I'm, I've come to these, these meetings and I listen to everybody and um, some, some there, I'm, I, I guess I was ready and, and right for it too, but I'm experiencing a, uh, my, I have no anxiety. Like when I came to your meetings, I was going crazy with my anxiety. And um, it's, uh, I wouldn't say I'm always happy, but you know, I just find that it's, it's, um, there's, there's a peace. Like I feel, and, and there's also more space. I have more space because I'm not so in my head to be really with people. And it feels good. It feels good. And um, I never, I could have never thought that, that life could be this way. I just could have never thought thought of it. But um, yeah, that's what I've been I know there's more, more to be revealed and more and more, as you say, right? But there have, and I keep thinking about that as things change for me. Like, wow, this is like <laughs> fucking awesome, you know? Anyway, <laughs> I'm very expressive and um, I'm, a, I'm a naturally, I think, happy person and it's making me ridiculously happy. So I, <laughs> I think people at work are like, <laughs> no. we all love each other we're like family but yeah thank yeah. you thank you thank you thank everybody it's very nice it's fun just to try to in express the inexpressible it's yeah. a good challenge yes but i get you get it because what we are speaks louder than what we say so it's nice yeah very nice, honey. Thank you. Keep coming back. Bring, bring. I like these reports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. All right, Mike. Thanks for Anyone else? Yeah, uh, Ben. Oh, ben, ben. Of Zen butt slap. <laughs> yeah, Ben. You're unmuting Ben. Yeah, I was just thinking, like when we, you know, when we're very young, we're in this kind of, we're put in this kind of drama school, and our parents kind of give us these lessons in how to how to self, you know. And um, but at that point, it gets embedded in our nervous system, and and as we go along, and so we get feelings that we think are feelings that are coming from outside. But there's this sort of process of, 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 of uh, the selfing, generating 
sensations in the body the whole time. So that's kind of, so that it's so convincing because people will say, this, "I feel this way because of something that's happening outside of us." But in actual fact, it's just it's all very mechanical to do with the well, eight years of my taking it, the selfing, and then. I was reading, uh, watching a YouTube thing of this old, you might know him, this old guy, um, he died in about 92, called Joe Miller in San Francisco. He used to go on these walks and stuff. And um, he told this really funny story about how he came home and the door which he'd left locked was unlocked. And when he walked in, a guy was holding a big bayonet above his head, you know, and um, he just said that he said he just said to the guy oh hi and then kind of befriended him and it was quite obvious he had nothing to steal anyway and they had a coffee together and then they went out and walked down the street and there was a cop there and he said don't worry i'm not going to grass you up to the cop and he gave him five bucks and the, and the guy said well i don't know if i'll ever be able to pay you back so he said um no, don't worry about that and they said then as soon as the guy had gone it was like he went oh for fuck's sake i could have been stabbed why didn't I give the guy five dollars? I needed the money. And he said, and when when these kind of things happen, everything just gets really clear. You, you know, all the selfing kind of disappears and something, yeah. else, and something else takes over. And I think that that's kind of so that, I mean that just proves that that's what's there all the time, isn't it? And normally we get all these fears and stuff that are going around in our head, but when something really happens, all that has to disappear. Otherwise, we're in the shit. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Yes. You know what happened one time I uh, was driving in the mountains, rainy night, and the, the, the car hydroplaned. Yeah, it just started to do a 360. Now, it's times really slowed up, unbelievably slow. And I was just and I said to myself, I'm going to wait till I hit the, the uh, guardrail to know how bad it is, because it was seemingly it slowed up. And it was like I was just Fiddly, it was like forever to get to the guardrail, but it only happened in like one second, you know, and it hit the guardrail. And then this whole thing's kicked in again. Yeah, cars were coming, everything like that. But yeah, I've had a lot of physical casualties. And at that moment, uh, nothing's going on. Yeah, except what's going on. Yeah. And then a lot of what was going on would be all this chatter and clutter. It's all gone. And you see, and it's very, very clear seeing. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, when you hit the guardrail, the head regroups and starts talk, giving us a story. And the story, most of us don't even see the, the invitation of the story. We start from the story. It happens very fast in time where you've already bought the product when you and you and you can't return it you know it's sort of like you don't see that selfing is manufacturing a sense we start as it's already manufactured see that's the that's the trip of time how the mental state uses it 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 it's, has an activity that infers we're a self already yeah. So there's the moment of living and then there's another moment that arises where the mental state claims, reacts to the living, and then it produces the sense of self. Yeah. 
And when the sense of self like gets opened by us, like a pinata, it says it's always been here, yeah? So you're never at a position of becoming self. The position it, you're placed in is you already are one. You don't even see. So there's basically the only drive that makes sense is to get out of it, really. When it gets hostile and feels to be cumbersome and irritable, restless, it only seems like there's only one exit, and that exit is an entrance into it, yeah? And that's where addictions go. Addictions have the, a pointer that they're trying to exit out of this obsession with self, but they reinforce the obsession with self, yeah? This is the trick. That's why uh, when we have these moments where we see time in another way, it, it shows us that we're, we have a formatted way of seeing, of seeing in time, which is it's inexorable. There was something called a past, there's now that's only used to get to a future, yeah? But the selfing doesn't follow that direction. It says what comes after, which is there's living, and then there's the idea of who's the liver of it, which comes after, is what's before. Yeah? It's a tricky move, but that's what it does. So what selfing does, selfing implies something and when we take that suggestion that something was already there. <laughs> it's, in other words, it's not like you're putting on the pseudo-self. You realize you're in the pseudo-self already. You don't remember putting the pants on or the jacket, but you're in one already. <laughs> well, it's, it's like um, when, you're, when you're in a car, you're always driving the car, but the selfing is sitting in the passenger seat. And... It, it, it thinks it's doing the driving the whole time, doesn't it? So when that accident happens... Well, the thing is, and if you're obsessed with it, you'll be in the passenger seat when you run into that truck. Yeah. But you'll be actually in the driver's seat. But the attention will be so much on the narration, you'll miss ride driving the road. But, and there's also, there's no time to think that this shouldn't be happening. Because most... There's no time to judge. Oh, that yeah. comes after it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, that yeah. shouldn't have happened. Yeah. It's never that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. life rushes up on us because yeah. we're, we're out to lunch. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I got run over by the car. I didn't know I was going to get run over by the car until after I got run over by the car. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. All my early warning system was dead. <laughs> it was just whack. And this is how I was living life. I was living life on a consequential level. I didn't know what was going on till after it went on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know I was getting arrested until after I was getting arrested. <laughs> it was insane to live in that time frame. Yeah. So... <laughs> I sort of wonder whether, like, when we were, you know, historically, back when we actually lived in environments where every day we would go out and there were wild animals out there and we would be either hunting them or they would be hunting us, whether our attention was just much more out there. I'm sure it was, but that's the dreaming. But, yeah, of course, if something has grabbed your attention, like a big wave or something, that's when you feel the most alive because... Yeah. 
the shit, the story, uh, the selfing is, it's not the top one hit, you know, it's down number 40 on the fucking hit parade. That's why we keep going into the ocean to get those, those rushes, those moments. But you can, you can have those moments in a lot of different locations and activities. It doesn't have to be determined by the activity. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. I saw yesterday. I was just looking at, and I just had one of those glimpses. And, uh, and you know, it's like that, you know, being on a surfboard and, and just everything's clear. And it was just like that, just, just sitting here, you know. Yeah. Nothing, nothing special. And it didn't feel like, oh, this is anything special, but it was kind of, it's difficult to explain. Well, that's how it continues to show up is uh, you uh, see, here's the mental state. Once it hears the word special, it wakes up. Mm. <laughs> I, can get a, I can get a shine from this object, whatever it is. So it's best, that's why I like to call it dog shit awareness. Mm. It's not interested in that, yeah? But as soon as it hears special, <laughs> it's all for that meal. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's why when people call me, I hear what they're saying. I'm, I have a lot of joy, but I like to play it down because the head's going to fucking make it into something and then freeze it and start comparing everything else to it. And uh, uh, it's just, no, so... It just does that It just does that all the time anyway, doesn't it? So if there's something particularly interesting in that way, then it makes it even bigger, doesn't it? Yes. Well, I saw like the things that I thought were more noble had more strength with the flypaper. Yes. There was more bondage of self concerning things I thought were really important than mundane shit. Yeah. So now the important shit in my life is mundane. <laughs> really. Yeah, well, I've caught that disease as well. Yeah, so it's cool. It's all right. It works. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Ben. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, See you. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for all the tandem surfing, Ben. <laughs> hey, uh, let's uh, end soon. In about uh, five minutes. Uh, oh, you know what? Do you mind taking Leanne now, seeing if she works? Uh, I, I have to apologize The somehow the meeting was locked. I think we have uh, with other people managing the room. So people were trying to get in and-, and Oh yeah, 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 let's set, yeah. But so, okay, go ahead and try, uh, go ahead Leanne. And then Jacob next. Oh, well, anyway, Leanne. Hello, hi. Yes, uh, I realized uh, it was a bit weird because I went out and then it gave me the message, uh, the meeting has been locked. Yeah, thank you. So I didn't think I can get back in. Um, no. So yeah, nice. Uh, I'm here again. And I just wanted to say thank you. I don't know actually what to say now <laughs> because I was this thing trying to get back in. And um, the funny thing what I wanted to say is because these days I like to hear your talks Paul I really love them they're so funny and I just love the humor I don't know if you can see me really there because I also don't know what is up with my camera I'm sitting in front of my computer but it seems like I'm on the left or something it, it's really strange at the moment here yeah. 
But anyhow, so I'm really loving your humor. And um, I was listening to one of your talks these days. And at the same time, I went onto your website and I read the words, uh, you can't use the Buddha um, in order to find the Buddha, no? Yes. And at the same time, I'm listening to your talk. The same time I'm reading it, I'm swearing it. You're also saying it in your talk. It was completely yeah. simultaneously. It was completely crazy. And I was really <laughs> for a moment like, what is that? <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I guess I, I haven't got the message totally yet. Otherwise, I wouldn't have called in. But um, I know... I know what you're saying. I, I have been there. I have, yeah, I, I saw it myself one time in myself. It came up like this also. You're trying so hard to be what you already are. Yeah. And, um, but I didn't know how to solve this. Even so having the message, I didn't know how to be that what I already am. Yeah. That's kind of the tricky thing. And now it's clearer, but still, um, I don't know. <laughs> <It's weird. laughs> well, let's just maybe just uh, entertain the possibility of assurance that no matter how it seems like you're appearing, what you are is always there, always available at all times. Yes? It's, yeah. In other words, it's not based on Leanne. Yeah. So Leanne does this and does this, doesn't do this, does that. But the space that Leanne's in, yeah, is not moving or shrinking or expanding. Yes, it's just that's what we are. Yeah. So it's hard, especially because the head works with comparing. Yeah. This is an incomparable state that which we are, yeah? So we can't grok it or understand it, but there's, you can pick it up like a Geiger counter. You can intimate it, yeah? And then that intimation lends to a lot of downloads and things become clear without you becoming clear, yeah? Yeah? Yeah, so that's what I found. I found no matter what, condition I go in and out of here, there's a one, there's, there's a, <laughs> there's one condition that there's no in or out of. Yes. Yeah. In other words, it's always available at all times, right where we are because we're it. Yeah. Literally not Leanne, not Leanne who could be. Yeah. This, no, no, no. yeah, yeah. So, and then what happens is that brings a certain, acceptance to whatever Leanne's doing, yeah? And then, and then all the meaning that would be distributed to what Leanne was not doing or doing, uh, that meaning gets, uh, let's say, muffled, yes? There's a more of the, there's, a, there's like a broad meaning that you rest in, yeah? That's always percolating some idea of relief or joy or peace or contentment. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Leanne mm -hmm. bouncing around 
going this way and that way, being too left on the screen or something. Yeah, but uh, you're just, you know, in a weird way, you're perfect as you are because you're not. <laughs> that's, not that's really why you're perfect as you are, because, <laughs> because as you are, you're perfect, but not as you're not. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, so... I just felt uh, a great relief because I, I don't know what happened. I didn't see it coming, but whatever took over me when I was young really had a lot of mental activity going on. Yeah. And uh, everything I ever did was accompanied by thought after a certain point in life. And it was just a very, uh, you know, it was sort of thinking life landed you in mud, but if you saw the movie, you were pouring water in the dirt. <laughs> and then, then you had a big story of being stuck in the mud. I don't know. It was just, and when I lost interest in all uh, this central character, Paul, things got much different. Yeah. So I pinned it on the idea of Paul being the cause, not the cause, but being the obscuring of the real relief. Yeah. And it became obvious that, like I shared a, a, with a group about, uh, you know, how does this apply to health, let's say, or healing, yeah? And I said, well, I remember when I was young, my stomach was really bad. And so I tried a lot of things. I tried this thing called macrobiotics. It was a way of eating. And yet, while I was following this thing, my whole center of my whole universe was my intestine. My attention was there like all the time, making me sicker and sicker and sicker. <laughs> so the biggest problem for me to get from me to getting well was me. <laughs> I had to send, I had to learn how to send Paul around the corner for a half an hour so I could get better. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, that one that wanted to be healthy was the reason why I wasn't seemingly healthy. You see, it's a trippy thing, but you'll see that, that ratio in a lot of things after a while. Yeah, so yeah. just come back, honey. We like to see you. Being left or right on the screen doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Very oh, welcome. Nice to see you. Yeah. Are we going to have one more, Mike? No other yeah. hands up. Oh, oh all right. Well, let's say, good let's say goodbye. Okay. And I wanted to thank um, John and Judith for the prelude. Yes, yes. And, <laughs> hey, uh, we're going to be doing something tomorrow night, right? 4.30 on the, this. We're going to be doing... Uh, a talk with a different group Awakening called together. Awakening Together or something. Yes. Yeah, it's on the website under events. So everyone, it's 4.30 Pacific time, I think. 7.30 their time. Yeah. So if you want to see it, it's free and shit. Just, I think it is. Yeah, you just go yeah. follow the Zoom. Yep. Great. I'll see you guys. Let me say goodbye. So Mike... And don't, Mike cut me off the other day. <laughs> oh, that's right. I apologize for that, too, on, uh, on Thursday. Just joking. <laughs> Just joking with you. Man. 
<clears throat> Mike, nice to see you as always. Yeah, Judith, as always. The the. Thank yeah. you from the heart, Paul. You're Just welcome. Being here is. Such I'm really, a yeah, I'm really enjoying our company. Everyone's company here. Yeah, I'm sure we love you. We got Kerry as always. Kerry, nice to see you. Thank you, Paul. We got Deb. Deb getting better, I hope, from the knee operations. Was it the knees? Yeah. All right. Good, honey. Remember, you have a new employer being all powerful. Yeah. We got Johannes in Germany. I think he's, he's nodding out right now. That's nice. Johannes, nice to see you. And we got Chad. Chad, I think I got a lovely gift from you today. Very nice. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. That was a Thank surprise. You. I never know what's going to happen. That's pretty cool. Thanks. Yeah. And thanks for the note and your attendance. Yeah. You're going to be really surprised, Chad. Yes. You're going to be surprised. It's not, things aren't going to go the way you think. And that's really, and you're going to be so grateful for that down the road. Really. Because if uh, the you is immediately a defining frame, yes? It sees life as a still picture, never to change. Yeah. And just to reimagine it, reimagine it, reimagine it. You're going to have, it's going to go different way. Yeah. Or you're going to see it in the way it actually goes. Yeah. So now thanks again, Tom, Chad, Tommy. Nice to see you in your, in your zoom splendor. I'm colorblind, but it looks like a little Brown to me screen. We got Walter. Walter just popped up. Oh, nice to see you, Walter from Amsterdam. Always a pleasure. Yeah. We got John K again. Fantastic, John. I hope we get it someday. We get a chance to meet live. It'd be cool. I would love that. Linda, but on my conditions, sure, only sure, my sure. conditions. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. All right, John. Nice to see you. We got Linda. As always, nice to see you, Linda. Tariq, thank you for uh, sending me some money from Dover, New Jersey. Appreciate it. We got Matthew. Means a lot to me, really. Yeah. yeah. Matthew, as always, pleasure to see you. And Kenneth, as always, nice to see you up in uh, Vancouver. Robert, Kiwi, nice to see you, Robert. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Mike? Oh, Mike, it's nice to see you. Semi-prone. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Stephen, nice to see you. I don't know where he went. Rich A? Rich A's on to something. Yeah. Nice to see you, Rich. We got Chris, the man behind the, uh, in front of the small door. Chris, yes. Ben C? Always a pleasure. Jacob, very nice to see you, Jacob. Yeah, very nice to see you. Yeah. Stefan on having never left. Always Thanks, a pleasure. Paul. You're welcome. 
We got Will H. Nice to see you, Will. Yeah. We got C.L. Everett. Yeah. Nice to see you. We got Mark and Lorraine. Nice to see you. I know you're not Mark and Lorraine. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul. Lorraine's around. She's listening. All right. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Thank you. Sorry? What's your name? I'm Mark. Mark hey, Mark. Yeah, oh, you hi. are? Oh, nice yeah. to see you, Mark. I spoke to you about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. to see you. Thank you. I forget everything. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Z. Oh, Z got his Comcast dealt with. He's there. He's happy. He gets 500 channels of absolutely nothing. Yeah, very good. We got Philip from Brisbane. Always a pleasure. We got Susan H. Nice to see you, Susan. Where are you, Susan? Yeah. Oh, it's all right, Susan. We're happy to see you. Yeah. We got Macaulay, as always. Nice hey. to see you, honey. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Just love the Sandy scene. Uh, it's, every, it's always, yes, yeah, very great pleasure. Uh, we got Roman, ah, and Roman and Barbara, they're here. Yes, yeah. Nice to see you guys. We got Kana. You know, anytime you come back, you know, you can come visit us. We have a tent. We'll put you in. Yeah. We got Kana from Dublin. Nice to see you, Kana. We got Elaine. I don't know where she's from, but... Yeah, but it's nice to see you today. We got Glenda, Glenda O'Driscoll. We got James, another Kiwi. Always a pleasure to see you. We got Peter. Nice to see you, Peter. Where are you from, Peter? Uh, I'm also in New Jersey, as it turns out. Yep. Where in New Jersey? Uh sort of on the on the train to dover as it turns out um, <laughs> on the train to dover in the past those were the worst days of my life on the train to dover <laughs> well you, you know you've drunk too much if you arrive in dover right <laughs> oh that's funny all right nice to see you man we Thank got you. evandro nice to see you there always a pleasure Jack G, he's roaming around somewhere in the, he's got an abandoned car and he's whatever. Good to we, see you. Good to see you, G, Jack. We got Jim. Nice to see you, Jim, down there. Oh, we got Alan. Thanks again, Alan, once again for all the support. Oh, Malkin. Malkin from the middle made an appearance. Good to see you, bro. <laughs> hey, brother. Very nice to see you. All's well? Yeah, I just hit the pause button for a couple months, you know. Oh, that's good. I'm always happy to see you, bro. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, we got Keith. Yeah, Keith, uh, the leader of the failed mission that never went, never took off. Yeah. Always good to see you, Keith. We got James. Who's James? I don't see. I just see. Oh, there. James again from New Zealand. We got Jim here. Eric from Toronto. Uh, we went back to a page. 
All right. Oh, here we go. We got Catherine F. I only see the picture. We got Deborah M. We got Debbie from Chicago. We got Oliver from Berlin. We got a big phone number. I don't know who they are. And uh, I'm going to say uh, goodbye. Thanks so much. And if you guys have the time and you want to come, I'll see you tomorrow with this other group. Yeah. We can awake together. <laughs> right. Good group. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Love you, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Hey, everyone. You guys. Thanks, Mike. Thank you guys. Take care. Right? You. Bye. Bye. Morning. Gary. Yes. You're on your, you're on your vacation. <laughs> yeah, I guess. My whole life's a vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's weird, Mike. Yeah, it was uh, leaving yesterday. It was, uh, you know, I don't know. It was. It didn't feel too bad. It just felt natural. But yeah, I'm, I'm done working at the, the hospital there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Mike, you're still sure. recording. Oh, thank you. 